What is Christians for Israel? So what are Christians for Israel? Let me start telling what Christians for Israel is not. Let me begin with telling what it is not. We are not a church. Vi er ikke en menighet, en kirke. And we are not a denomination. Og vi er ikke et kirkesamfunn. And we don't bring a new theology. Og vi bringer ikke en ny teologi. But we are a worldwide family of volunteers. Men vi er en verdensvid familie av frivillige. And we have one mission. Og vi har en et oppdrag. That's bringing a biblical message about the role of Israel in God's salvation plan. Og det er å bringe et bibelsk budskap om Israels rolle i Guds frelsesplan. Bringing awareness among Christians and Christian churches. Og bringe... Awareness. Oppmerksomhet blant kristne og kristne kirker og menigheter. And that's a bit against theologies that neglect Israel. Og det går imot den teologien som overser Israel. As I explained yesterday about replacement theology. Som jeg beskrev i går om erstatningsteologien. You have replacement theology, fulfillment theology, and all kinds of theologies in which Israel has no place anymore. Du har erstatningsteologier, og du har teologien om at alt er oppfylt, og alle mulige forskjellige teologier som utelukker Israels rolle. And we teach and preach and educate from the Bible about God's plan. Christians for Israel started in 1979 in the Netherlands. Founded by a man who was shocked about the fact that many pastors and reverends in the churches never preached about Israel. Som er overrasket over det, eller sjokkert over det faktum at mange prester og forkynnere aldri forkynte om Israel i menighetene. And shocked by the economic boycott of Israel by Arab nations. Og sjokkert over at arabiske nasjoner boykottet Israel økonomisk. He started speaking in churches. Og han begynte å tale i menigheter started organizing prayer groups, traveled to Israel, to, Israel, to sell Israeli products in Europe, and the movement grew. A newspaper was established. Personnel needed to be appointed. And donations came in to extend the ministry. Now in 2023, Christians for Israel in the Netherlands and in the world, we are now active in 43 countries. So we active in 43 nations in the whole world. And all countries with volunteers who are touched by God's message about Israel. Og alle landene har frivillige som er berørt av budskapet om Israel. Ja, frivillige. The most far east country that's active in our ministry is Fiji and Solomon Islands in Oceania. Det landet som ligger mest eller lengst øst er Fiji og Oceania. And in the West is Brazil, Suriname, Curaçao, and the United States. Oh, in West, so are Brazil, Suriname, Curaçao, Curaçao, and the United States. Oh, oh, USA. Yeah. And 
This is a picture. This is the head office of Christians for Israel. Det här är huvudkvarteret till Christians for Israel. We hired a smaller office before. Vi lejde en mindre kontorbyggning tidigare. But we had so many books and newspapers to distribute. Men vi hade så många böcker, böckerviser som vi skulle distribuera. That the building was not big enough. Att byggningen var inte stor nok. Then a group of business people. Då var det en grupp förretningsfolk. With the heart of Israel. Med ett hjärte för Israel. They set up a foundation. De satte upp en stiftelse. And built this building in 2017. Och byggde denna byggningen här i 2017. This is our office. Detta är kontoren våra. This is our shop with Israel products from Israel. Det är butiken vår har vi där med israeliska produkter. And a huge storehouse for newspapers, books, flyers and so on. Och stort lagerstad för aviser och och flygblader och såna ting. And a big room for exhibition. Och stort rum för utställning. In the summertime, we have an exhibition about Israel. Och på sommaren så har vi utställning där om Israel. That's as large as this church room. Som är lika stor som detta kyrkorum här. And in the wintertime, it's used for um, seminars, lectures, meetings, and so on. Och på vintern så brukas det för seminarer och 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 sånt typet ting. Every day we receive visitors. Var dag så har vi besökande där. Between 50 and 300. It's Mellan 50 och 300 stycken. Det varierar. Each day. Var dag. People who visit the exhibition, the shop. Människor som besöker den utställningen och butiken. And now 25 people are as an employee working. Och nu är det 25 stycken som arbetar där. And about 300 volunteers average a year. 25 som är ansatt och så är det cirka 300 frivilliga i tillägg. How did we manage to get, to be active in so many countries? Hur kan klarade vi att vara aktiva i så många nationer? We work opposite of a multinational like McDonald's. Vi jobbar på motsatt eller på omvänt måte av för exempel McDonald's. When McDonald's want to sell hamburgers in Norway, när McDonald's vill vill sälja hamburgare i Norge, they hire a manager. Så hyr de hyr en leder, en manager. Give him a salary. Ger han lön. Build a restaurant. Bygger en restaurant. Tell him to sell hamburgers. Och ber han sälja hamburgare. And next year he needs to sell 20% more. Och nästa år så måste han sälja 20% mer. And the year after 20% more. Och året efter där är det 20% mer. And if he does a good work, he can he gets a raised salary. Och visst han gör en bra jobb så får han ditt högre lön. And if he doesn't before perform. Och visst han inte utförer arbetet gott. He will be fired. Så får han sparken. And a new will be appointed. Och en ny vill utvälgas. That's not the way we work. Det är inte så vi jobbar. We only start working in the country when God calls people. Vi börjar kunna arbeta i ett land när Gud kallar människor. So we were visited by uh, people from Germany. Så vi blev blev besökt av folk från Tyskland. They were touched about the book. And about Israel. Och de blev berörda av boken om Israel. They translated it into German language. Och de tolkade den till tysk språk. Published the book Why Israel in Germany. Och publicerade boken Varför Israel på tysk. People were touched in their hearts. Och folk blev berörda i sina hjärtan. And a small team of volunteers wanted to spread the message about Israel. Och ett litet team av frivilliga önskade att spred budskapet om Israel. 
And now the German team already has 20 people, 20 employees on the payroll. Och nu har det tyska teamet allerede 20 människor eh, på sin lönningslista. In the Netherlands we have a newspaper in Dutch language. Och i Nederländerna så har vi en en uh, avis på uh, holländsk. That appears every uh, every month. Som uh, blir gett ut varje månad. And has 60,000 readers. Och har 60,000 60, 60, 60, yeah. läsare. We fully live from donations. Och vi lever fullt och helt på donationer, gaver. So not a euro is subsidized by the government. Så vi får inte en enda euro från eh, styrelsemakterna. But we notice that when people get touched in their heart by the biblical message about Israel. Men eh, lägg märke till det här när människor blir berörda i sina hjärter om budskapet om Israel. Then they want to pray for Israel. Så önskar de att be för Israel. They want to support Israel financially. De önskar att stötta Israel ekonomiskt. And want to spread the message about Israel. Och önskar att sprida budskapet om Israel. Christians for Israel is not linked to a specific denomination. Christians for Israel är inte kopplat till ett specifikt uh, kyrkesamfund. We are a non-denominational organization. Vi är en en um, tvärkyrklig organisation. Many of our volunteers and employees are personal a member in their own church and visit their church service on Sunday. We have volunteers who are members of a reformed church. Vi har frivillige som är medlemmar i den reformerade kyrkan. Or Presbyterian church. Eller presbyterianska kyrkan. Baptist church. My colleague is a Baptist. Min kollega är baptist. We have colleagues and employees who are members of a Pentecostal church. Vi har kollegor som är medlemmar av pinsemenighet. And assemblies of God. Och um, assemblies of God. Yeah. So we are mixed in all kinds of denominations. Så vi är blandat av alla typer kyrkesamfund. And we all have differences in opinion on all kinds of church issues. Och vi har alla möjliga olika meningar om olika kyrkeämnen. But that's not any problem. Men det är inte något problem. Because what binds us together is our faith in Jesus Christ our Lord and our love for Israel. So I want to show you some some photos because this is just a theory. So I will visa some bilder för det här blir ju bara teori. But share with you some pictures that that makes it uh, a bit vivid. Men dela någon bilder någon bilder så att det gör lite mer levande. Every two years we have a meeting with all our leaders in Israel. Vart vart år så har vi så har möte med med våra ledare ledare i Israel. And during those four days we do Bible study. Och i löpt av de fyra dagarna så har vi bibelstudium. We meet people from Israel. Vi möter folk från Israel. We listen to our Jewish friends. Och vi lyssnar till våra judiska vänner. We visit our humanitarian projects in Israel. Vi besöker våra humanitära projekt i Israel. And we pray together. Och vi ber samman. We encourage each other. Och vi uppmuntrar varandra. This photo has been made in uh, is made in 2019. Detta blev tatt i 2019 i Jerusalem. 95 leaders in our global organization. 95 ledare i vår globala organisation. 
Last May we were again in Jerusalem. I mai i fjor så var vi igen i Jerusalem. Because during COVID we couldn't meet. För att i löpet av um, coronaperioden så kunde vi inte mötas. And here we visited um, a kibbutz. Och här besökte vi en kibbutz. In the Negev desert. I Negev ørkenen. Yeah, where Ben Gurion was buried. Där var Ben Gurion blev gravlagt. So this is a march pro-Israel march in the capital city of Fiji Islands. Detta är en 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 Israel stötte till Israel march i på Fiji. Totally on the other side of the world. Helt på andra sidan av kloden. And our team in Fiji every year organize a pro-Israel march through the capital city Suva. Och teamet i vårt i på Fiji, de organiserar i huvudstaden vart år en sån Israels march. All our teams work in a different way. Alla teamen våra jobbar på olika måter. Because every country and every culture is, dif- is different. För att varje kultur och vart land är lite olika. And in Fiji they like marching with the flags of Israel. Och på Fiji så marscherar de med Israels flagg. This is in um, in Tanzania. Detta här är i Tanzania. We are the Christians for Israel a week with meetings and seminars all through the country. Vi hade en en uke där med möter och seminarer över hela landet. And this is a seminar a three day seminar in the capital city of Dodoma. Och detta är ett tre dagars seminar i huvudstaden. And there you have a lecture of one hour like we had here yeah, these days. Så då hade vi en undervisning en timme sånn som vi har haft här dessa dagarna. Then you have a half an hour singing and dancing. Och så har du en halvtimme med sång och dans. In Holland after a one hour teaching you have coffee. Och så efter en timme undervisning igen då så har du kaffe. But in Tanzania they do dancing and singing. Men ja, här så har vi kaffe efter en timmes undervisning, men i Tanzania så dansar de efter en timmes undervisning. So six dancing groups. Så sex dansgrupper. And you see around around 500 people in the meeting. Och runt dem så ser du där 500 människor som är där på möte. And also many young people and children. Och också många unga människor och barn, barn. And I was there, and a colleague of mine was there, and a pastor who was leading our Tanzania team was there, and we spoke every time for 20 minutes dancing, singing, singing, one hour teach, 20 minutes dancing, singing. Jag var där, jag var kollega min var där, vi vi undervisade och talte och i en timme och så var det en halvtimme dans och sång och så talte och så undervisade en timme och så var det en halvtimme dans och sång. And in African countries, people love hearing about Israel. Och i afrikanska land så älskar folk att höra om Israel. In European countries, i europeiska land, we have a history, a long history of centuries of anti-Jewish and anti-Israel thinking. Så har vi en lång historia av uh, anti-judisk och anti-semitisk uh, yeah. uh, tankegång. Yeah. And in Europe, Israel is a sensitive topic. Och i Europa så är Israel ett sensitivt ämne. And many pastors are afraid of preaching too much about Israel because they're afraid of division in the church. Och många pastorer är rädda för att snacka för mycket om Israel för att de är rädda för splittelse i menigheten. But Africans don't have that history. Men afrikanerna har inte den historien. 
They don't have an anti-Jewish and an anti-Israel history and culture. De har ikke en anti-jødisk og anti-Israel eh, historie og kultur. They are just hungry for biblical teaching about Israel. De er bare sultne på bibelsk undervisning om Israel. In Ruwa, in um, Kenya, I was last February. I Kenya, eh, der var jeg sist februar. And we had a two-day seminar for pastors from the Reformed churches. Og vi hadde to dagers seminar med pastorene fra den reformerte kirke. And there are 160 pastors in all Kenya. Og det var 160 pastorer fra hele Kenya. And 156 came. Eh, det finnes 160, og 150 av dem kom. We will never manage that in Holland. Vi har aldrig fått det i Holland. But they are hungry. They were willing to travel full day. Men de er sultne. De var villige til å reise hele dagen. To join the seminar. For å være med på seminaret. That's Africa. Det er Afrika. This is a photo um, while my when my colleague was um, teaching. I went through the people, and you see how many people love to attend. It was. 30 degrees hot they were full day sitting in the sun but they wanted to hear about Israel. Här ser du hur många människor som önskat att höra om Israel i det kollegan min underviste oss gick jag runt och tog bilder och och själv och själv så ville de höra om Israel. And when the seminar was over och då seminaret var över they wanted to give me a present a gift. Så ville de ge mig en gåva. Thanksgiving, giving all the teachings. Som en takk for all undervisning. But those people don't have money. Men de har ikke penger, disse you know what they gave me? Vet du hva de ga meg? A living chicken. <laughs> en levende høne. And, and they tied, they tied the chicken. Og de bandt kyllingen. And gave it gave me. Og ga meg den. So, then, <laughs> then, and I told my colleague, but what but I do, I can't take this into the airplane. And so, and my colleague said, yeah, but you cannot refuse it. That's not, you cannot refuse it, that's not polite. You, you have to accept it. So then I thought, what to do? So then, when another colleague of mine, um, was in the picture to be thanked. So, so da, når en annen kollega av meg eh, skulle bli takket, I told a man beside me, så sa jeg til mannen ved siden av meg, will you hold for a moment the chicken? Kan du holde kyllingen litt grann? Then I'm going to make a photo. photo. Og så skal jeg gå og ta et bilde. So I gave him the chicken, went through the people, og så gikk jeg gjennom folkemengden, to the other side, til den andre siden, made a picture, tok et bilde, and never came back. Og kom aldri tilbake! <laughs> This is our team in Tanzania. This photo is uh, two years old. Now the team is already doubled. And the man on the left is Pastor David Mbago. And all the others are all they a pastor or they are a teacher. Or just Believing Christians with a heart for Israel. Eller bare kristne troende som har et hjerte for Israel. And it's amazing that when I come, my donors pay my flight ticket. Og det er utrolig, når jeg kommer der, så betaler donorene mine, betaler flybilletten. But they, without having money. Men uten at de har penger. They organized the seminars 
så organiserar de seminarerna. The coffee, the drinks, the food. Kaffen och dricke och mat. And everything went well. Och allt gick väldigt bra. They pray and the Lord blesses them. De ber och Herren välsignar dem. This is a Bible Institute in Recife in Brazil. Det är Bibelinstitut i Brasil i Recife. Yeah, the biggest Bible Institute in Brazil. Inviterade Bibelskolan i Brasil. Inviterade oss for a seminar for pastors. Inviterade oss till att ha ett seminar för pastorer. A full day seminar about Israel. Ett endags seminar om Israel. And we also went to the town, come to the council of the city of Natal. And the man that's standing there is the Israeli ambassador of Brazil. So in many countries also politicians are interested to attend our seminars. Så i många land så är också politiker intresserade av att vara med på seminarerna våra. This is a pastors pastors conference in in Nepal in Kathmandu. Här är pastorkonferensen i Kathmandu i Nepal. 160 pastors subscribed. 160 pastorer meldte sig på. But 225 appeared. Men 225 kom. So we had no chairs enough. Så vi hade inte nog stolar. And by changing sometimes many had to stay in the room behind. Så vi gjorde lite byttet lite om och så men så måste många stå också bakerst i rummet. And in Nepal the pastors don't have much money. Och i Nepal så har inte pastorer väldigt mycket pengar. And they traveled a full day. Och de reste en hel dag. By all kinds of public transport means. Vi har brukat alla möjliga offentliga transportmedel. But they are eager to learn about Israel. Men de är ivriga efter att lära om Israel. And now our team in Nepal. Och nu teamet vårt i Nepal nu. They have a WhatsApp group. Har en WhatsApp grupp. Because they cannot send a newspaper. För att de kan inte sända ut avis. Because most people don't have a postal address. För att de flesta har ingen postadress. They just live somewhere in a house. De bara bor ett landställe i ett hus. So everything goes digitally. Så allt går ut digitalt. This is our team in Nepal. Det här är teamet vårt i Nepal. And in the middle, the that man with that hat. He is a P. He is a P. Doctor. And he is leading a Christian radio station. Message of hope. And his daughter, two persons more right. She leading Christians Christian for Israel in Nepal. And Christians for Israel International. We have on our cell phone. We have an app. Och Christians for Israel internationalt. Vi har en egen app, egen app för telefon, telefon. And people can subscribe for free. Och folk kan kan abonnera på den gratis. Every message we post. Och ett vart budskap som vi postar där. She is posting on her app in Nepal. Det postar hon på sin app i Nepal. So every day people in Nepal are informed about what's happening in Israel. Så var dag så blir folk i Nepal informerat om vad som sker som i Israel. And this their studio. Och detta här är studio deras. And there they do broadcast Christian broadcastings. Där sänder de kristna sändningar. Like like TV in Norway. Sånt som Vision TV i Norge. But also messages about Israel. Men också budskap om Israel. Sometimes you just read a chapter of the book. 
Någon gång så läser de bara ett kapitel av boken. This is a conference on the Solomon Islands. Det här är er konferanse på Solomon öarna. And the Solomon Islands that's northeast from Australia. Det ligger nordöst för Australien. Also we have a team over there, a small team. Vi har också ett litet team där. And the news our English newspaper is printed in New Zealand and Australia. Och vår engelska avis blir printet där i New Zealand och Australien. And from New Zealand and Australia they ship the newspapers to the islands. Och från New Zealand och Australien så sender de ut avisen till öarna. And there they are distributed. Och där blir de gitt ut. There people love reading a printed newspaper. Där älskar folk att läsa en tryckt avis, en papperavis. And they give it to the family. Och de ger den till familjen. And they give it to friends. De ger den till vänner. They don't throw it away. De kastar den inte. They keep it. De behåller den. Because the newspaper has value. För att en avis har värde. While we throw everything away. In... Men vi kastar allt möjligt. Yeah. So in the Solomon Islands we had a three days conference. Så på Solomon öarna så hade vi en tre dagars konferens. And people are so enthusiastic to learn about Israel. Och folk är er så entusiastiska över att lära om Israel. And then what happened? Och det som skedde? The secretary of the prime minister came. Var att det statsministerns sekreterare kom. And we gave him a book. Och vi gav han boken. And then what happened it was on a sunday evening och så det som skedde var att detta här var på en söndag förmiddag then, then the secretary came to us då kom sekreteraren till oss and he said the prime minister invites you in his office tomorrow morning och sa att statsministern inviterar dig till kontoret sitt imorgon tidigt tidigt to start his parliament with a prayer för att starta uka med bön and a bible study of 20 minutes about israel och en ett bibelstudium i 20 minuter om israel and so we visited the Prime Minister of the Solomon Islands. So we visited the Prime Minister Solomon And he told us about the difficulties in the United Nations. Han fortalte oss om vanskelighetene i FN. Andrew told us about all the accusations and all the condemnations by the United Nations as well. Andrew fortalte oss om all fordømmelse som kommer fra FN mot Israel. He told us. This man, this prime minister. Oh, han fortalt oss, han statsministern fortalt oss. That when the resolution that the countries can vote. At at det är en en avstämning över en avval. Then often certain Arab countries. Där det ofta vissa arabiska land. Put pressure on him. Att de lägger press på honom. If you vote pro Israel, we don't deliver you oil anymore. Visst det stämmer för Israel, så vill vi inte ge dere olje mer. Or we take care that we don't that other countries don't bring you rice. Eller vi säger att att andra land får inte får inte sända dere ris längre. So that's terrible. Så det är förfärligt. This is New Zealand. Det här är New Zealand. Our team in New Zealand. Our team in New Zealand. And their strong um, tool to spread the message about Israel is the newspaper. Och deras redskap för att sprida ut budskap om Israel det är avisen. Because New Zealand people also like reading the newspaper. För att folk på New Zealand liker också att läsa avisen. And many New Zealand people are so touched by the message about Israel. Och många folk på New Zealand är så berörd av budskapet om Israel. That they like to donate for the food kitchens in Israel. Att de liker att ge pengar och donera till mat utlevering i Israel. 
Vi finansierar ett viktigt supperköken i Jerusalem för fattiga människor. And that's their strong, strong tool. Och det är deras starkaste redskap. This is the establishment of Christians for Israel in Denmark. Det här är är regeringen av Christians for Israel i Danmark. When was that there? När var det? 2017. I 2017. Det är ett år för jag kom. För jag kom. Ja. En Per från från Hagen är nu också här i vår gäst. Och Per från Köpenhamn är också här som vår gäst. It's just just an impression. I, I can't mention and show every country, but just an impression. Bara någon i någon vik här jag kan inte vi kan inte vi alla länder men någon intryck för dere. This is is Kun. Här är Kun. And this is the leader of our of our Israel team in Ukraine. Det är ledaren för teamet vårt i Ukraina. We have a team of 20 people in Ukraine. Vi har ett team av 20 människor i Ukraina. And they are doing two wonderful jobs. Och de gör två fantastiska uppgifter. First is food parcels to Jewish elderly that live under the poverty level. For the first, so are the mat packer, mat utlevering till jödiska elderly. Yeah, Jewish elderly. Elderly, yeah. Yeah. The rest, the rest, give our, give our, are their names. Because the rabbis in Ukraine, they trust us. For the rabbinerne i Ukraina, they stole the pause. And why do they trust us? Or why do they stole the pause? Because we do not evangelize Jews. For that we evangelize not Jews. We do not have a agenda. We have not a secret agenda. A hidden agenda is bringing the food parcels. A secret agenda is to come and come with the packages. In the meantime. Trying to convert them to Jesus. Samtidig prøve å konvertere dem til Jesus. We only show them our love, our love, solidarity. Vi viser dem kun vår kærlighed og vår solidaritet. And they know that we do that in the name of Jesus. Og de vet at vi gjør det i Jesu navn. Twenty-five thousand food parcels every year. Tjuefem tusen matpakker hvert år. In Ukraine. I Ukraina. And we visit Jewish elderly and comfort them. Och vi besöker judiska äldre människor och tröstar dem. Now he is now he is changing everything. How we go back? Vad gör vi annars? Vet du det? Han bara trycker vidare enkelt. Were you here? Do you remember? Here? Yeah. Earlier. Earlier? Yeah. 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 We support Jewish elderly Holocaust survivors. So Holocaust overlevende jødiske eldre who receive less than 65 euros each month. Som får mindre enn 65 euro rundt 600 kroner kanskje i måneden. They do not have enough money to eat. De har ikke nok penger til å spise. And we give them twice a month a food parcel of over 10 kilos. Og to ganger i måneden så gir vi dem matpakke på over 10 kilo. Yes, again. Yeah, it's probably made like that. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's no... 
Ja, then there is some speed in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me just explain. Um, the second task that our team in Ukraine is doing is assisting Jews who want to go on Aliyah to Israel. We help them in transport. Go to the airport. And all other things that they need. Help. And sometimes people donate money that we can hire an airplane itself to bring 300 Jews in one flight to Israel. Since the war started in Ukraine, last year February, we already assisted to bring back 6,000 Jews as Christians for Israel. And you saw in the, the, the quickly passing by, you saw uh, a bus. We bought a second-hand bus in Ukraine to bring Jews to the airport in the neighboring countries. Vi köpte en brukt buss där i Ukraina för att ta med oss frakta judarna till flygplatsen. Because we believe that the Lord is now busy bringing back the Jewish people to the land of Israel. För vi tror att Herren nu håller på att bringa det judiska folket tillbaka till Israel. And Isaiah says, Och Jesaja säger, that also the Gentiles will help the Jews bring them to Israel. Att också hedningarna vill bringa vi till och bringa judarna tillbaka till Israel. You know what's interesting? Um, our supporters in rich countries, they mainly support soup and humanitarian projects in general. But our, our, um, our supporters in poor countries, they have poverty themselves. They mostly don't support soup kitchen in Israel. But they are touched by Aliyah. And reading the prophets in the Bible, they support Aliyah in Ukraine. Last September, the Jewish agency called our team in Ukraine. Så ringte det jødiske byrået teamet vårt i Ukraina. And asked us, will you bring 26 young teenagers, Jewish teenagers, to the airport in Poland? Og ba oss om å spørre om vi kunne ta med oss 26 unge jødiske tenåringer til flyplassen. Because those teenagers want to go to Israel. For that these tenåringarna önskat och reise till Israel. Finish their study. Och göra färdig studierna sina. Join the army. Bli med i hären. And when they have a job. Och när de hade jobb. And a house in the future. Ett och ett hus i framtiden. Then their parents and grandparents can join them in Israel. Så kunde bästa föräldrar och bästa föräldrar komma till Israel och bo med dem. That's how it often works. Det är så det ofta fungerar. As Christians for Israel, we also have a lot of educational resources. Some Christians for Israel, so have we also mye utdanningsmateriel. We have newspapers, newsletters. Vi har aviser og nyhetsbrev. Like Per 
has a, a newsletter in Danish in Denmark. Som Per han har ett ny en nyhetsbrev i på dansk i Danmark. And personally I hope. Och personligt så hoppas jag that in this seminar and during the TV recordings of Vision TV. Att i på det seminariet och under sändningarna på TV-vision. That there will be two, three, four Norwegian Christians. Att att det blir två, tre, fyra norska kristna. Will be touched in their heart. Som blir berörd i sina hjärter. And might think God calls me to distribute this important biblical message in my home country Norway. Och som tänker att Gud kallar mig till att till bringa ut detta viktiga budskap i mitt hemland Norge. I hope that that one day our book will be translated in Norwegian language. Jag hoppas att en dag så blir boken vår översatt översatt. And perhaps a newsletter in Norwegian. Och ett nyhetsbrev på norsk. Seminars and teachings in Norway. Och seminarer och undervisning i Norge. So we do not bring some kind of specific theology in all these countries. Så vi bringer inte in en specifik teologi i alla dessa länder. No, our team members themselves read the Bible. And speak about Israel in their country. Och snackar om Israel i sina land. That's an important thing. Och det är en viktig sak. And so we have a lot of educational resources. We have websites, Facebook, Instagram. Ja, webbsidor och Instagram och Facebook. Because we believe for we tror that it is so important at det är så viktigt that Christians have a full picture of God's salvation plan. At kristna har ett fullständigt bilde av Guds frälsningsplan. Mostly we as Christians are only focused on my Jesus, my Jesus. För det mesta så är vi kristna bara fokuserar på min Jesus, min Jesus. And when we go to the church, we want to experience a happy feeling. Och när vi går i kyrkan så önskar vi att uppleva en sån glad känsla. But our Jesus is also the king of Israel. Men vår Jesus är också Israels konge. And his his people Israel are suffering now. Och hans folk Israel, de lider nu. And many Christians oppose Israel. Och många kristna står emot Israel. And only blame Israel. Och skyller på Israel. So what we are doing in many countries is so important and so much needed. Så det vi gör i många land är så viktigt och så det är så behov för det. I can tell a lot more. Jag kunde sagt mycket mer. But I will finish now. Men jag ska avsluta nu. And may the Lord bless the Christians and the churches in Norway. Och må Herren välsigna kyrkorna och de kristna i Norge. And whenever you want to know more about us, we want to to receive for free our newspaper in your email. Och om du önskar veta mer om oss, om du önskar få gratis avisen vår i posten. Just go to our website. Så går du bara på nettsidan vår. See. The letter C, the number four, Israel. Dot. Dot. O R G. Org. Yeah. C4Israel.org. C4Israel.org. Thank you very much. Tusen tack. Tack. Thank you. Tack.
Well, good morning, everybody. It's still morning, and we're still awake. God morgon alle sammen. Vi er det er fortsatt morgen, og vi er fortsatt våkne. We could do with a good cup of coffee, I think. Vi kunne trengt en god kaffekopp, tror jeg. Er det noen som vil hjelpe oss med det? But Will someone help us with that? We're going to keep persevering until uh, lunch. Men vi skal holde ut inntil lunsj. <laughs> What I want to do with you this morning is share with you about... I think what is we can call we can battle for Jerusalem. Jeg tror jeg vi tror jeg vi er her i formiddag om det vi kan kalle kan kalle kampen for Jerusalem. I do believe I do living in the generation that uh, we are seeing the 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 Lord restoring his people to Jerusalem and it's a battle with the nations. Jeg tror at vi lever i den tid ser at Herren gjenoppretter sitt folk til Jerusalem og den kamp mellom nasjonene. The prophet Isaiah speaks very clearly about the nations coming up against Jerusalem Profeten in Zakaria the end times. Prophet Zakaria speaks very clearly about the coming up against Jerusalem in the end times. And it has all to do with the coming of Messiah. And all that has to do with Messiah's coming. And he speaks of the Messiah standing on the Mount of Olives opposite Jerusalem. And he speaks of the Messiah standing on the Mount of Olives opposite Jerusalem. But in this scenario where God is dealing with his people and with the church He is raising a banner and a sign to the nations Reiser han opp et banner og et tegn til nasjonene God says the restoration of Israel is my testimony to the nations that I am sovereign Han sier at gjenopprettelsen av Jerusalem er mitt vittnesbygd til nasjonene og jeg ordner det So I think, think this is a great challenge for our countries that we live in. Og jeg tror dette er et stor utfordring for de land som land lever i. And will they align themselves with the purposes of God? Will they oppose his purposes? Og vi kan alliere og stille oss på linje med Guds hensikter og hva han tenker med nasjonen. And in chapter 12, Zechariah talks about Jerusalem becoming... A cup of trembling for the nations. I Zakaria 12 snakker om at at Jerusalem blir en en et beger som skelver ind for nationerne. He says, "I will make Jerusalem a heavy stone for all the peoples." Ja, vi gjør Jerusalem til en tung sten for alle folkene. All who lift it will surely hurt themselves. All the nations of the earth will gather against it. Og alle nationer i verden vil samles imod det mod Jerusalem. And in chapter 14, he goes on to talk about how the nations will come up against Jerusalem. Chapter 14 foretells on how the nations will come up against Jerusalem. And the city shall be taken, the houses plundered, and the women raped. Or buildings shall be taken, and buildings will be plundered, and women will be assaulted. Half the city shall go into exile, but the rest of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Buildings shall go into exile, but the rest of the people shall not be scattered. So I think it's very significant this attack on Israel two weeks ago. For det er veldig betydningsfullt dette angrepet på Israel for to uker siden. This attack on Jerusalem. Det er et angrep på Jerusalem. The missiles from Gaza are being directed at Jerusalem. Raketene fra Gaza var siktet mot Jerusalem. And this all happened on Simchat Torah, the final day of the Feast of Tabernacles. Og dette skjedde skjedde på Simchat Torah den enden i den siste siste dag. Such a precious day for the Jewish people. They celebrate the giving of the law. Oh, it's a dear by dog for the Jewish folk. They celebrate that the law was given. 
And the Feast of Tabernacles is all about the nations. Och Löfvetefesten där är allt om nationerna. In chapter 4 chapter of Zechariah, Zechariah talks about the nation, the nation will go up to Jerusalem to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. So I'm not a prophet, but I do think we're living in prophetic times. And I'd just like to share a little bit about the work that we're doing and, and why it's important, I believe, in relation to this issue of Jerusalem. Um, my great example uh, is Daniel. Mitt store example is Daniel. Uh, for Daniel is for me um, a, a very important person. Daniel is for me a very important person. And I think he, the, the story of Daniel tells us a little bit about our position in the world, in the nations. Because I think as a church we are living in Babylon. Right, we see the Tower of Babel around us. We're living in a worldly, uh, a world which is doesn't have an understanding of God. And in a very similar way, I think we are in exile in Babylon as, as Daniel was as well. Um, so there's always this this tension. On the one hand, uh, we can talk of Babylon and the nations who uh, who do not understand God's will. But on the other hand, God is dealing with dealing nations, and He loves the nations, and He wants to draw the nations to Him. På en kan vi snakke om Babel ikke forstår Guds vilje. På den andre siden så kan vi si at Gud drar til sig. And Daniel had a very important witness and testimony into. Uh, Babylon, where he had been taken in exile. And I think in a way we're all, we're all to be a bit like Daniel. So he was brought, he was a young man. And he was brought especially by the king king of Babylon into Babylon to be trained and trained taught. Han blev fört som konge för att bli tränad i Babylon. I read from Daniel chapter 1. Jag läser från Daniel kapitel 1. The king commanded Ashpenaz och kungen befallt Ashkenaz to bring some people of Israel och bringa någon av folket i Israel of the royal family and of the nobility båda den kungliga familjen av adlighet young men without blemish unga män utan blemme good and and skillful in all wisdom med gott utseende och duktig i all visdom endowed with knowledge and understanding and learning att de växte i förståelse och i and competent to stand in the king's palace. And he brought them. He brought teach them the literature and the language of the Chaldeans. I, I really was really working about the coffee. Oh, okay. That was a joke. Give it to Cornelius. They didn't get my Australian humor. We shut the guns. Humor do I do but it was not it was not for me though I gave I gave spoke for my oh that's awesome so thank you thank you very much Arne yeah, yeah. <laughs> no don't let it go 
Cornelius Wallace. Yeah, do you want it? Why don't you drink it? Yeah, but I'm talking. You come, you come and drink it. Come and get it, Cornelius. It's yours. I'm talking. Oh, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so God calls us to be competent to stand in the palace of the king. And he gives us given understanding and wisdom that we can speak to the kings and the leaders of our nations. But like Daniel, we need to be very faithful to God's calling to us as Christians. So he refused to eat the meat and drink the wine of the king. And he fasted. And he trusted in the Lord to provide for him. And he prayed every day, three times a day, facing Jerusalem. And yet God used him to interpret the dreams of the king. And so God used the leaders of Babylon and the, and the Chaldeans to bring back the Jewish people Så Gud brukte ledarna i Kaldea och Babylon till att bringa tillbaka det judiska folk. As the prophet Jeremiah had already promised 70 years earlier. Som profeten Jeremia allerede hade lovat 70 år tidigare. So I think if we're grounded in God's words. Så jag tror det var grundfästet i Guds ord. And we trust God to give us what we need. Och vi stolar på att Gud vill ge oss det vi trenger. We can be like Esther speaking to the nations. Vi kan vara som Ester som talar till nationer. And I think that's our calling at the moment in relation to Jerusalem. So our work as thinkers is really about raising a voice, it's a Christian voice, but we're not a Christian organization. Vi är en kristen röst, men we're a Christian voice, but not a Christian organization. Uh, and we try to speak the, the truth about Jerusalem and all the other issues into the nations. Och vi prövar att tala sanningen om Jerusalem och alla de andra sanningarna in till nationen. So my personal story, my egen personliga historia, was born into a Christian family. Jag blev född i en kristen familj. And I grew up with. Um, uh, I was always taught about the importance of Israel and the return of the Jewish people. And we have a prayer book prayer home, home, which is which, uh, from the 1840s. We have a prayer book from 1840. From 1840. And in that prayer book, there's a beautiful prayer which I'm which looking for on my phone. Den bönboken så är det en vacker bön som jag nu letar efter på min telefon. It was a prayer written uh, before even Zionism began, before the Jews started returning home. Det är en det är en bön som beskrivs beskrivs Zionismen begrundat och lagt för judar bytt och vänt tillbaka till tillbaka. And the prayer goes like this. Lyder som så. Almighty God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We beseech you on behalf of your ancient people, the house of Israel. Of whom are the fathers, 
and of whom according to the flesh came Jesus came Christ our Lord. We pray that you look, look pity upon them. Who have suffered so long under your wrath and indignation. Som har så under din og din and we have added to their affliction. Vi har, vi har deres, deres. We have loved down upon them. Vi har sett ned, ned. We have rejoiced over the children of Judah in the day of their desolation. Vi har oss over Judas barn i tider hvor de And we have spoken proudly in the day of their distress. But now we turn to you on their behalf. We teach you turn their heart unto you. Take away the veil and remove the blindness. That they may look upon him whom they have pierced and mourn for their iniquities. Så de kan se på han som de har genomstungit och har sorg som har sorg över deras problem. Accomplish for them all the purposes of mercy and blessing. Utrett för dem alla hänsikter du har och barmhärtighet och välsignelse. Give unto them the land of their inheritance. Ge till dem det landet som de har som arvedel. Build speedily the walls of Jerusalem. And make it to be the joy of the whole earth. And that prayer speaks to me about the, the day that we are living in. It miracle that has restored Jerusalem. And even the Jewish people don't really understand this. They're confused. They're, they're, they, they don't know really what their calling is. And I can see it even in relation to this war. Uh, they're not sure how to respond. They want to destroy Hamas. That's, that's fine. That's important. But it's really all really Jerusalem. And our prayer and our work is also their eyes will be opened. That God has called them to be there uh, in, in Jerusalem as a witness to the nations. So uh, I studied law and I, I trained as a lawyer and I always had a passion for Europe. Jag har studerat just och jag tränat i juristverksamhet och jag alltid haft nöd och lidenskap för Europa. And God gave me the opportunity to work and to study in England. Och Gud gav mig anledningen att arbeta och att studera i England. And I spent a year at Oxford University. Jag tillbrakte ett år på Oxford University. And if you've been to Oxford, you know this is really the heart and the spirit of Babylon. It's a worldly institution. With very intelligent, smart people. But it's all about the spirit of the world. But I thought, God, you're going to use this somehow, this training that you will give me to, to work somehow. And my work as a lawyer was for 20 years was in a commercial legal setting. But 
But God gave me a wife whose family is very involved with Israel. Men Gud gav mig en hustru hvis familj är väldigt involverad med Israel. So the man who Cornelius just ex- described uh, was my father-in-law. Så so den mannen som Cornelius beskrev det är min svigerfar. And and I, I started to learn more about the modern state of Israel. Och jag började lära mer om den moderna staten Israel. And uh, going to Israel and meeting the Jewish people. Gå till Israel och möta de judiska folk. And then starting to travel and to speak about about Israel. Och så vi nu reiser runt och talar om Israel. And several years ago we felt we need a special kind of work. Och för några år sedan så upplevde vi att vi trenger ett speciellt typ arbete that can develop this message and work and wound to the governments som kan utveckla och bringa detta budskap in till regeringen around the topic of international law runt frågorna runt folkrätten and i think i said yesterday but international law is really just the language of nations folkrätten är egentligen bara språket som nationerna har so we're speaking the language of the nations into the nations så vi talar nationernas språk in till nationerna and you can see in our logo think in the middle of the logo is the letter i oh du ser logon var think och mitt i är det bokstaven i Think stands for um, the Hague Initiative for International Cooperation. Och Think är förkortelsen för Hague Initiativet för internationellt samarbete. These are the these that come from the United Nations Charter. Det är orden som kommer från FNs grundlagsdokument. But we decided to put Israel in the middle. Men vi bestämde oss för att låta Israel i mitten. So our logo has the letter I in the Jerusalem color of the Jerusalem stone. So our logo is our message that we want to put Israel back at the center of the nations. Now if you've been to New York, if you visited the United Nations, you may have seen uh, a wall that is opposite the UN building. Så kan du ha sett en mur som är på på sidan av sidenbyggningen. It's a beautiful garden and on the wall is called the Isaiah wall. Och det är en vacker hage och på muren är det det som kallas Jesaja muren. And there's written on that wall the words from Isaiah chapter 2. Och på muren så står orden skrivet från Jesaja kapitel 2. And it's the well-known words about the time that the nations will train for war no more. Och det är de välkända orden om den tid som kommer när nationer inte mer vill träna för krig. Isaiah 2 verse 4 he shall judge between the nations. Isaiah 2 vers 4 han ska döma mellan nationer and decide disputes for many peoples. Han ska avgöra disputer för många folk. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares. Och de ska göra sina svärd till plogginstrumenter. And their spears into pruning hooks. Och deras spjut till renseskafter. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation. Och nationer kommer inte att lyfta svärd mot nationen. Neither shall they learn war anymore. Heller inte ska de lära krig mer. So that's the vision of the United Nations, a world of peace and security. Så det är visionen till FN, en värld av fred och säkerhet. But of course they forget the words that precede these verses. Men de glömmer orden som går förut för dessa verser. This time of peace and security will only come when the Messiah Messiah turns. Ja, dessa dessa tider av fred och säkerhet kommer bara när Messias har kommit tillbaka. It will only happen when the nations learn to go up to the mountain of the Lord. Det kommer bara att ske när nationer lär sig att gå upp till Herrens berg. 
And when out of Zion the law and the word of the world from Jerusalem shall go into the nations. So that's the wall that represents the spirit of the United Nations. And then juxtaposed to that opposite, we have the wall in Jerusalem. And we see the Jewish people before the Western Wall and Wailing Wall. The hotel closest place they can reach to the to the temple. And I think this image represents God's bringing the Jewish people back to their home. So we have two very different paradigms about how to look at the world. And our task, I think, as Christians is to bring that spirit of Jerusalem into our nations, into our governments. Now, I mentioned yesterday about the Peace Palace in The Hague. And this to me represents the spirit of the nations of Babylon. It was built a hundred years ago uh, by, and financed by the Carnegie family who are still the owners of the building. And the Carnegie family is very much about Freemasonry. And they created this thing and they called it the Temple of Peace. And it was described by one person as a, a kind of holy place prized and revered by thinking men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so where the minds of men will turn naturally and normally. So this is... The place where according to the spirit, spirit and we are going to devise a system to bring peace on earth. And I think this is why the nations cannot understand Jerusalem. Because it's so opposite to the way the world the world to the natural mind it makes no sense whatsoever to restore one little city and to, and to the capital of the world. And to place one small, small people in that city. Because the world wants to create a world where there are no, no nations anymore. And we all live in this somehow this kind of utopia of peace and love. Og vi lever alle sammen i denne et, et, et av, av fred og and um, <coughs> so Jerusalem is is really a place and a city that makes no sense to the nations, the governments of the world. Jerusalem er virkelig et sted som ikke som ikke 
hänger ihop och hänger för för regeringen i världen. So Jerusalem was uh, restored in 1917. When the British uh, towards the end of the First World War. And I'm very proud to say the Australians were very involved in this campaign. Australians were very involved in this campaign. And on the 31st of October 1917. Uh, the Australians liberated Beersheba. Så frigjorde Australierne Bersheva. That same day in London, den samme dagen i London, the British government så, uh, den made a proclamation en that they would support the Royal Constitution of the Jewish homeland. At de ville støtte Two months later, the British entered Jerusalem, as you can see on this map. In 1967, God gave Jerusalem back to the Jewish people. 50 years, it was the British and the Jordanians who were control of the old city. So in 50 years, it was the Jordanians and Britons control over the city. But in 1967, Jerusalem was restored to Israeli sovereignty. So in 1967, Jerusalem was restored to Israeli sovereignty. And in the last, the last week, we talked a lot about the 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 conflict conflict Jerusalem over the last years since 1967. This is the city of Jerusalem. It's just a map of the municipality. And basically, what the nations want to do is to divide the city of Jerusalem. So, you'll see a red line that goes. A little bit hard to see, but it goes through the middle of Jerusalem. And this is the line uh, from the period when Jordan occupied Jerusalem. And the whole idea is that East Jerusalem will become the capital of a Palestinian state. Uh, East Jerusalem will be capital of a Palestinian state. An Islamic Islamist state of Palestine. But Israel says no, Jerusalem is an undivided capital of the state of Israel. And Israel will never, I believe, never give up control of Jerusalem. So this is actually, actually the core of the conflict. But don't forget, on the, what is now East Jerusalem, is really the old city of Jerusalem where the temple was and now on the temple tent 
We have three Muslim mosques. Two on the top and one underneath in the in the mountain. And it's controlled by Jordan on behalf of the Islamic world. Israel has agreed to allow Jordan to be in control of the Temple Mount. But Israel claims sovereignty over the whole city, including the Temple Mount. So every time there is a conflict, conflict sort, we always see the Temple Mount being the center of attention. So every time there is a conflict of a land sort, so see we always that Temple Mount is the center of attention. And this green line that you see here will be, will be the line that they want they use to divide the city. Och den gröna linjen som du ser är den gröna linjen som de önskar att bruka till att dela upp byn. So every Jew who lives on their eastern or northern or southern side is regarded as an illegal settler. So all the Jews who live on the north, east, and outside of it are regarded as an illegal settler. And that's why these proceedings that are happening now in the International Court of Justice are so important. That's why all these processes that now happen in the International Court of Justice are so important. As I mentioned yesterday, the court is now considering the status of the holy city of Jerusalem. And in February next year, the nations will go up to the court and to make their submissions to the court. So I would... I believe that we as a church should be praying into all of this. And we should be raising a voice up into the heavenlies to defend the city of Jerusalem. Um, and so I, I really think it's so important that we understand the, the core of this issue. And that we come together like a wall around Jerusalem as Christians in the nations praying into the case that is before the court. Och jag tror att vi må komma samman i bön för dessa tagtinger i det vi ska få upp i domstolen. I was just telling uh, Jan Oga that I this morning I was speaking with uh, people in Prague. Uh, could you help me? I can't get my foot. My foot. You can't get your foot. <laughs> I'm handicapped because you know more than you know. Thank you. We all need to help each other. The Czech Republic wants to move its embassy to Jerusalem. It, you have to imagine how crazy it is. All the countries in the world were called by the United Nations in 1967 and again in 1980 to move their embassies from Jerusalem to Tel Aviv. Because according to the UN, it's illegal for Israel to consider Jerusalem to be its capital. I mean, how bizarre is that? 
Hvor bizarrt er ikke det? And they never give a really good reason why they think it's illegal. Og de har aldri en veldig god grunn til at de mener at det er legalt. They just issue these residents saying that it's illegal. De kommer med resolusjoner som sier at det er illegalt. And now, since President Trump, og siden President Trump, like you, like him or hate him, it didn't matter. He did do something very important, and that is move the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. And another of a number of nations are trying to follow suit. So we've done it already. And last month, the the Parliament of the Czech Republic unanimously decided to move the Czech Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Which is amazing. But the Foreign Minister of the Czech Republic doesn't like this idea. So he's pushing back and back, no, we can't do it, because it's illegal. So we have the opportunity to explain to him why it's not illegal to move the embassy. And it's about law, but I think it's much more fundamental than that. Det dreier seg om lovgivning, men jeg tror egentlig er det mye mer fundamentalt enn det. Så i slutten av november skal det være et møte med utenriksministeren. Og vi skal presentere saken for Jerusalem. Andrew vil gjøre det. Er ikke det fantastisk? Halleluja! Cornelius talker om Fiji. Fiji ønsker å flytte sin arbeid. So again, we have the opportunity. We've been working with the government of Fiji to make a case came to the courts in these proceedings. We are working with the government of Fiji to make a case clear for to bring it in front of the court. So through the great work of Christians for Israel, so through the fantastic work of Christians for Israel, God is leading Christians to connect with leaders. So leader God Christians. Til å koble med sine ledere. Og bygge relasjoner og bygge vennskap. Og vi kan hjelpe med å bringe inn den juridiske arbeidet. Vi kan presentere en veldig sterk sak innenfor domstolene. Så jeg tror at Gud virkelig gjør det sterkt gjennom dette nettverket av kristne ledere. I was just speaking with a very good friend in Israel. His name is Kalev Myers. He's a very important lawyer. And he was asked by the Israeli government to create a coalition of Christian organizations to demand the release of the hostages in Gaza. For å kreve løsgivningen av gisseren i Gaza. Så de hadde en stor event i Genève nå på søndag. Han kaller sammen en toppmøte av kristne ledere of Christian leaders at the beginning of November to develop a strategy together. I begynnelsen av November for å utvikle en strategi sammen. And not just about the hostages, not just about Gaza, but also about 
uh, about Jerusalem. Menosum Jerusalem. There's, uh, I, I said before, there's a lot of uncertainty within Israel. About how to deal with the occupied territories. And, and that includes Judea and Samaria. So I think we have a window of opportunity now. No. Also to speak into the Israeli government, the Israeli people. Also till att tala in till den israeliska regeringen, till det israeliska folk. To encourage them. Till att muntra dem. To take sovereignty over these territories. Till att ta suveränitet över dessa territorier. Praise really? God. There, the only way that there's going to be peace is if Israel takes some control. Det enda måten att vi blir fred på är att Israel tar en del kontroll. It's a very difficult issue because it means taking responsibility for the Palestinians as well. Det är väldigt vanligt väldigt spörsmål för då tar du samtidigt ansvar för en god del palestinare. And given the, the resentment and the hatred that there is, it's going to be very difficult. Och på grund av den motvilja och det hat som är så kommer det att vara väldigt vanskligt. And I think in our natural mind, there, there see no, no solution. I think we need to ask the Lord somehow to intervene. And maybe through conflict, that he will create the opportunity for Israel to sovereignty over Judea and Samaria. Now that's a very controversial message. Because under international law, you're not allowed to annex territory. För det under internationell lovgivning i folkrätten så har det ju lov till att annektera territorier. And everybody thinks these are occupied territories. Alla menar att detta är ockuperade territorier. So they say well occupied territories you can't annex. Ja, men de säger att du kan inte annektera annektera ockuperade territorier. And basically the case we're putting is well look Israel had sovereignty over these territories long before 1967. Men det grundläggande ståndpunkten vi främmer är att Israel hade suveränitet över dessa territorier länge för de andra kom dit. Already when Jordan occupied in 1949 these territories belonged to Israel. Allerede då Jordan ockuperade dessa territorier 1949 så tillhörde dessa territorier Israel. But I, I, the world will condemn Israel for doing anything like this. They will condemn Israel for using too much force against uh, the others. So I think we need to equip our leaders to defend Jerusalem. Okay, so we are so Hague Initiative for International Cooperation. We were established in 2017. And the first thing we did is we brought together 25 international lawyers. The first we were was that we brought together and we brought them together in the peace palace. It was a miracle we were able to have a meeting there. As I said, this is like a stronghold of Freemasonry. And anything to do with Israel, they really dislike it.
But God gave us great favor, and for two days we had a meeting inside this building. And our lawyers came together and they produced this document. We call it the Hague Statement of Jurists on the Israel-Palestine Conflict. And it's, uh, I want every one of you to have a copy of this and to share it with others. And it was our attempt to make a statement about what really international law says on Jerusalem. And that's kind of the core of our message. And since then, we've been developing a, a global network of lawyers to, tr- to try and spread the understanding of these issues. And we do really three things, research, education, and then engagement and advocacy. So we're, we're researching, we're writing papers. We're trying to share this understanding and knowledge with others, like we're doing today. Because I think Christians need to understand more about this. And then we're trying to speak, speak to governments. So our mission really is about justice for Israel. So vårt om för Israel. Um, I won't go into too much detail, but we're developing kind of program. We've just done an online course, course Modern Israel is the Bible. Vi utvecklar många program. Vi har vi har nettopp ett ett kurs som heter Det moderna Israel och Bibeln. Wow. We're developing video materials and briefing papers based on this report. Vi har utvecklat videomaterial och and if you visit our website, you'll find all kinds of information and materials and videos. We do webinars. Web- We've just started, started them again. again. Uh, now, every two weeks, we do a webinar. Um, vi, uh, for Europe, be, be, Europe, for Asia Pacific, also for America, for America, for Europa, for Asia, and the Stillhavsområde. That's very good stuff. Good stuff there. It was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. great. Awesome. awesome. And we're trying to lead, lead, develop a program for our young leaders, our young lawyers. And we're trying to develop a program for our young leaders. In January, we'll start this program. We have now a group of lawyers from Europe, from Asia, from, Asia, from Australasia, and other places. And other places. And we'll take them through a program to educate them on all of these issues. Yeah, we're trying to educate leaders. As a, we have online seminars and conferences. Every year we do a summer school in Israel. The program in Israel is not a biblical tour of Israel. It's about understanding modern Israel. The program is not a biblical tour of Israel. 
uh, and to give a basic understanding of the legal issues as well. And this year we did the first Israel on trial conference in The Hague. Because we wanted to raise this voice into institutions in The Hague. The Hague is really the really national law of the world. So there are a lot of ambassadors from all the nations are there and with them and we have a great opportunity to connect with them. Actually, I'm your example, Jan Aga. Ambassadeurer from all nations are netop there. Og jeg lærer av ditt eksempel, Jan Åge. So if I had the time, I would be having lunch every day with the ambassadors. Hvis jeg hadde tid, så er det lunch hver lunch som ambassadører. Yeah, yeah, be careful, yeah. Okay, I... I won't I won't do too much. We do a lot of research, and we're trying to use uh, young lawyers, uh, not using them, but we want to engage them in our research. We will engage young advocates in our forskning for our work. So, for example, uh, Christians for Israel in Italy. For example, Christians for Israel in Italy. They have a wonderful team and quite a number of young people. They have a vidundly team and many young people. One of them is a very bright, brung lawyer. Den ene er en veldig skarp ung jurist. She's just finished her studies in Florence and in Paris. Hun er netop færdig med sine studier i Firenze og i Paris. She spent six months in Jerusalem. Hun har tilbragt seks måneder i Jerusalem. Now she's joined our team to work on our projects. Nu har hun blitt med en team for å arbeide og arbeide våre projekter. So I'm looking for young lawyers. Lawyers, if you have any in your network who want to be connected, we'd love to. Vi leter efter unge unge. Hvis du har noen, har deres nettverk. Så vil vi elske å koble med det. En viktig del av vårt arbeid er også å produsere rapporter og policy-uttalelser. Så når du går inn til regjeringene i hovedstedene i Europa, for eksempel... It's not so easy to walk in with the Bible. Så er det ikke så veldig lett å gå inn med Bibelen. We can do that. I think there's a place for a biblical witness. Jeg tror vi kan gjøre det. Jeg tror det er plass for et bibelsvittnesmål. But we also need to bring a strongly well-reasoned political view. Men vi må også bringe frem et veldig velfundert og sterk politisk syn. So we do this research to try and develop the arguments that I think are persuasive. Så vi gjør denne forskningen for å utvikle argumentene som er overbevisende. And as we've seen, I think this two-state policy that Europe has followed has been a failure. And we have a great opportunity now, I think, to speak about alternatives. Okay, I'm going to draw this to a close. I'd just like to say it's been great and great to connect with you. And I think if any of you, any of your nations have ideas, people you'd love to, to connect with us, we'd love to, to follow up with you. I've fantastic to connect with you. And if there are people, there are ideas, so we'd like to connect with you to develop this further. Well, I am honored and privileged and extremely humbled to be here, but so excited. Det er en ære og et privilegium for mig å være her, og men veldig beæret. 
that I get to be here with like-minded people that are on fire. At jag får vara här med likasinnade som bränner. To see the kingdom of God expansion on earth. För att se Guds rikes utbredelse på jorden. And to lift up Israel. Och för att lyfta upp Israel. You know a verse that was just coming to me. Ett vers som kom till mig. There are more with us er than there are against us. Som står med Praise oss än de som är er emot oss. Priset vara Herren. Amen. So you're probably wondering why is this woman here at this seminar from the Pacific Northwest of the United States of America? Så du lurer säkert på varför är denna kvinnan med oss som kommer helt från USA? Good question. Gott spörsmål. It's by the grace of God that er, I am here. Det er ved Guds nåde at jeg er her. He has a way of making ways where there seems to be no way. Han har en måte å lage vei der hvor det synes å ikke være noen vei. Even just as last week my father was in the process of dying. Til og med bare så sent som sist uke så var pappaen min lå på dødsleie. Deborah was gracious enough to, uh, to say if we can't go we won't go. Och Deborah var nådig nog till att säga att ja men hvis inte vi kan resa så reser vi inte. But I really felt the Lord wanted me here. Men jag upplevde verkligen att Herren önskade att jag skulle vara här. So here I am. Så här är jag. So I wanted to share some insights that the Lord has given me over the years. Så jag ville gärna dela någon ting som Herren har visat mig genom åren. I met Jan Age and Aina Torp in April of 2022. Jag mötte Aina och Jan Torp i april 2022. Came here by an invitation to come to one of the conferences. Kom hit på grund av en invitation till att komma till en av konferenserna. It was an awesome experience. Och det var en fantastisk upplevelse met amazing people och mötte fantastiska människor. So I went home. Så jag drog hem. And in July, uh, July 3rd of that year, 2022. Och 3 juli det samma året 2022. God gives me um, revelation and dreams a lot. Så Gud ger mig generellt uppenbarelser i drömmar mycket. In July 3rd of 2022 I had a dream. Och 3 juli 2022 så hade jag en dröm. And I um, felt like I was in a European flat. Och jag upplevde att jag var i en europeisk lägenhet. And for time's sake I won't go into all the detail. Och på grund av tiden så ska jag inte ta alla detaljerna. But I was in this flat and there was um, a group of people that came in. Men jag var i den lägenheten och det var en grupp av människor som kom in. And I was sitting at a table. Och jag satt vid ett bord. And I was looking across the table at Jan Agaitorp. Och jag så på andra sidan av bordet där satt Jan Agaitorp. And we started at talking about Jewish people in Israel. Och vi började snacka om judiska människor och Israel. I didn't know Israel was so big in the heart of the Torps. Jag visste inte att Israel var en så stor del av hjärtat till Torps. And I start talking to Jan Age. Jag började snacka med Jan Age. And I said, I need to tell you about a dream the Lord gave me. Och jag sa att jag tränger att snacka med dig om en dröm som Herren gav mig. And throughout the dream, I am trying to tell Jan 
Jan Age the stream the stream that I'd had previously. Och i drömmen så holdt, så drev jag så försökte oss och fortälla jag något om den drömmen som jag hade haft tidigare. And I never was able to tell him. Och jag fick aldrig möjligheten till att fortälla han. I woke up. Jag vaknat. I'm supposed to tell Jan Age Torp about a dream that I had of Israel in 2006. Jag det är er meningen att jag ska fortälla jag något om en dröm jag hade om Israel i 2006. So I get a hold of a friend of mine and Jan Age is very gracious and says I tell him I I think I'm supposed to be telling you um, uh, something that God has put on my heart. Så sammen med en vän av mig så så säger jag att jag att jag tror jag Herren har lagt på mitt hjärta att jag ska dela en dröm som han har gett mig. And he graciously agreed to meet with us. Och han var nådig och ville möta med oss. So I explained what the Lord had showed me in 2006. Så jag förklarade vad Herren hade visat mig i 2006. So this was October 16th, 2006. Det var 16 oktober 2006. I had a profound dream which I would also say was a vision. Då hade jag en en övernaturlig dröm som jag egentligen också vill kalla en vision. I found myself standing on a, um, a platform between two floors in a building. Jag stod uh, på um, en plattform mellan två etager i en byggning. It was a, like a big school. Det var som en stor skola. And I was standing there and Father God was talking. Och jag stod där och far Gud han talade. I could see up the stairs and I could see down the stairs from where I was standing. Och från där jag stod så kunde jag se upp trapporna och ned trapporna. And there I, I could see a hallway above. Och jag kunde se en gång där uppe. And it was like between classes. Many people coming and going, very noisy chatter. Och det var som att det var mellan två föreläsningar. Det var massor folk som gick tillbaka fram och tillbaka och massor snack. And it was very light and bright. Och väldigt lyst och väldigt lyst. Windows, you could see light sun out the windows. Det var vinduer och du kunde se sollys utanför fönstren. So I'm standing there and Father God is talking to us. Och idag är stod där och Gud talade till oss. And he's talking and none of us are paying attention. Och han snackar och ingen följer med. Including myself. I In- could hear. Inkluderat mig själv, jag kunde höra. I'm like, yeah. Mhm. Och jag gör sån, mm, okej, okay, mm, ja. He started getting louder. Och så började han att och snacka högre. And he got louder. Och han blev ända högre. Until he said and he wrote it. Hetilan sa och han skrev det. He said pray Israel 24/7. Och han sa be Israel 24/7. And he wrote Israel in big black letters. Och han skrev Israel med stora svarta bokstäver. 24/7 with a big circle around it. Och så skrev han 24/7 med en stor cirkel runt. I had never had the fear of the Lord before anything like that. Jag hade aldrig haft frykt ärefrykt för Herren på den måten för. It was extremely frightful to hear him say that and I got in my spirit. Det var extremt skrämmande att höra han säga det och jag gick in i onden. I and I believe also the ecclesia the church. Jag och jag tror också ecclesia menigheten had not been listening and being obedient. Hade inte hört och varit lydig till Gud. 
So I immediately thought I have to go and do what God is telling us to do. Så umiddelbart så tänkte jag jag må gå och göra det som Gud ber oss att göra. And by now, och till nu, it is dark. Eh, på på det tidspunktet så är er det mörkt. Any way of um uh, get, any way of leaving the building was now uh, closed off. Och en var möjlighet för att förlata byggningen var var stängt. There was a stairway down to the my left that var en, was still available. Det var en trapp som gick ned till vänster för mig som fortsatt var öppen. There was a doorway down there. Och det var en en dörr där. And I tried to run out of the door. Och jag försökte att löpa ut genom dörren. But by the time I got to the door, it was um, no longer accessible. Men innan jag kom fram till dörren så var den inte längre möjlig att gå igenom. There was a powerful force field around the door. It was a live electric type force field. Det var ett sånt elektrisk järn nästan eller ja som var runt dörren så det gick inte an att gå igenom. And there was a screen over the door. Och det var också en skärm föran dörren. So I I stood in the doorway weeping. Så jag stod där föran dörren och gråt knowing that i had not been obedient to god. Och jag visste att jag inte hade varit lydig inför Gud. And it was storming outside with big big drops of rain. Och det var skikligt storm ute med stora stora regndroppar. I woke up. Och så vaknade jag. It was 2:24 in the morning. Det var 02:24 på morgonen. And i was so afraid. Och jag var så rädd. The fear of the lord. Herrens frykt. I wanted to run down the street and scream to everybody in my neighborhood. Jag ville löpa ut i gata och ropa till alla i nabolaget. We are supposed to be praying for Israel. Vi är meningen att vi ska be för Israel. Vi säger det är meningen att vi ska följa Gud. So ever since that day. Så helt sedan den dagen. I have tried to share this story. Så jag prövat att dela den historien. With anybody that would um, care to hear. Med vem som helst som ville vara ville höra. And I have shared it in Israel with people in Israel. Och jag delte i Israel med folk i Israel. And that was a while ago. Det var en stund sedan. And I have continued to seek God for the revelation in a greater way. Och jag har fortsatt att söka Gud för uppenbaring på en en större uppenbaring. And I would say this weekend. Och jag vill säga att denna helgen eller dessa dagarna has really helped to pull things together for me. Har verkligen hjälpt med att samla ting samman för mig. The thing too that happened. The also the thing that happened. Det som också skedde. When I woke up. Då jag vaknat. I never went back to sleep. Jag kunde inte lägga mig och sova igen. And I was on the floor praying and interceding. Och jag var på golvet och jag bad och jag gick i förbön. Because the Lord was giving me Revelation 3:14 through 22. För Herren gav mig uppenbarelsen kapitel 3 vers 14 till 22. The word to the Laodicean church. Eh ordet till menigheten i Laodikea. These are the words of the, of the amen the faithful and true witness. Och skriv till engelen för menigheten i Laodikea. The ruler of God's creation. 
upphavet till Guds skapeverk. I know your deeds that you are neither cold nor hot. Jag vet om dina gärningar att du verken är kall eller varm. I wish you were either one or the other. Det hade varit gott om du var kall eller varm. So because we are lukewarm. Men fördi du är lunken. Because you're neither hot nor cold. Och verken kall eller varm. I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Vill jag spyta dig ut av min mun? You say I am rich. Fördi du säger jag är rik. I have acquired wealth. Jag har överflöd. And do not need a thing. Och har ingen nöd. But you do not realize. Och du vet inte. That you are wretched. Att du är usel. Pitiful. Och ynkelig. Poor. Och fattig. Blind and naked. Och blind och naken. I counsel you to buy from me gold. Så rådde jag dig att du köper av mig guld. Refined in the fire. Luttrat i ill. And I am just saying this is a, this is my testimony. This is what God has shared with me. Och jag säger det här som mitt with where he wants me to share. Som mitt vittnesbörd att det Gud har delat med mig och för att dela där var jag kan dela det. So you can come become rich. Så du kan uh, vara klädd with white clothes to wear. I dem och din nakenhet kan bli rik och vita kläder. So you can cover your shameful nakedness. För att du kan vara klädd i dem och din nakenhet skam. And salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Ikke ska bli stilt i skue och ögonsalve till att salve dina ögon med för att du kan se. Here I am he says. I stand at the door and knock. Eh, se jag står för dörren och banker. If anyone hears my voice. Om någon hör min röst. And opens the door. Och öppnar dörren. I will come in and eat with that person. Då vill jag gå in till ham och hålla nattvärd med ham. Och ham med mig. To the one who is victorious. Den som seger. I will give the right to sit with me on my throne. Ham vill jag ge och sitta med mig på min trone. Just as I was victorious. Lika som jag och har segrat. And sat down with my father on his throne. Och har satt mig med min far på hans trone. Whoever has ears let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. Den som har öra han hörer vad onden säger till menigheterna. Praise Jesus. Priset vara Herren. Halleluja. Oh Father God, we come before you humbly. Oh far Gud vi kommer in för dig. With repentant hearts. Med omvändande hjärtan. We seek your face Father God. Söker ditt ansikt Herre Gud. Through our Lord Jesus. Genom vår Herre Jesus. Who has made a way. Som har lagt en väg. That we can too sit at your right hand. Att vi också kan sitta vid din högra hand. And we lift up your cry that we would pray for Israel 24/7. Och vi lyfter upp ditt rop så vi kan be för Israel 24/7. That we would be your watchmen on the wall, praying day and night. Att vi ska vara vaktaren på muren som ber dag och natt. Until you make Jerusalem a praise in all the earth. Helt till du gör Jerusalem till en pris på jorden. We thank you, Father God, that you move on this nation, Israel. Vi tackar dig, Herre Gud, att du beveger dig i denna nationen Israel. For your divine plan and purposes. För din övernaturliga plan och hänsikt. And we here declare and decree. Och här så erklärer vi. That the borders of Israel are your borders. Are dine grenser? We call it all in. Or we call it all in. Everything that you have for the nation. Det som du har för nationen. Everything that you have for the church. Det som du har för menigheten. That your will be done. Låt din vilja ske. 
on earth as it is in heaven. We praise your holy name. We love you, Yeshua HaMashiach. We thank you for forgiveness of sins, and as we repent, our sins are forgiven. And we thank you. And we thank you. Have your way. In the nations, in the world, Father God, have your way. Well, ambassador of Israel to the state of Norway and Iceland, Avi Nierfeldklein. Welcome to my Zoom conversation right now, Ambassador. Thank you very much, Pastor Top. You know, we are devastated at what took place in, um, in Israel on October 7th. And we feel strongly with you and uh, the people of Israel, uh, the... Um, uh, the families who have been uh, attacked blatantly and viciously uh, for the whole world to watch uh, and are proud of it. So we feel terrible. Uh, and we also feel very much with you personally, Ambassador. I know you have family in Israel who are in very ma many capacities. And it cannot be easy for you even as a father and as a brother, a, uh, a son uh, and, and a friend. Uh, to be in Norway far away from home in these times. So we feel strongly with you and our, we, we, we convey our deepest condolences. You know, you couldn't put it better, Pastor Top. It's uh, an easy time for all of us, for all the people of Israel, for the nation, for a country. We are in, the grief, we are in grief, we are in pain. Our nation was facing the worst atrocities of uh, that the Jewish people were facing since uh, the Holocaust. We never saw such crimes or brutality, such monsters doing such crimes unbelievable against babies, against women, against elderly people. Really, we couldn't believe that such evil is still existing on the world, unfortunately. But we are strong. Yeah. And Israel yeah. is united as we haven't been for a long time. Yeah. And we appreciate the very good friends that we're finding from all over the world, like you, like other people, definitely in the Christian community over here in Norway, but other people in Norway. And we will overcome it. And we will come stronger. Yes. And for the benefit of both Israeli people and the Palestinian people, we would take every possible action to make sure that Hamas don't rule the government, any government, anymore. It's not about a fight between Israelis and Palestinians, not at all. We still believe that the only way to achieve solution for the situation is a peaceful solution. But Hamas, Hamas that proved to be, as President Biden was saying, Hamas that made ISIS look pure, Hamas should, shouldn't be existing for the benefit of Israelis and for the benefit of Palestinians that are being kept as hostages as in a human shield by these monsters. Exactly. We so support what you're saying, Ambassador Avi. Um, you know, I've talked a lot to you through these last uh, 12, 13 months you've been in Norway and also your predecessor, Alon Roth, and and uh, before that, also the, uh, the the former ambassador, and uh, I've always noted your conciliatory approach, how how 
well you speak of the Palestinian people. Uh, I've always noticed your desire for peace. It's true, Pastor Top. We know we don't want to fight the Palestinians. We don't want to harm them. What we want to do is to ensure that we're living in peaceful environment. As long as someone is not trying to harm us, we have no reason to protect ourselves. And when we will protect ourselves, will you do it with full force? But I really believe that for the benefit of Israelis and Palestinians alike, for the benefit of a peaceful Middle East, because we've been seeing so many peaceful development in the Middle East. We just were marking not long ago the series of the Abraham Accords. We were going through a very quick process of normalization with Saudi Arabia much more improved relations between Israel and Egypt and Israel and Jordan. And we wanted to see the Palestinians as part of this process. And I believe, and I believe that the reason for the specific timing, I don't have any proof for it, but I believe that the specific timing was because of the fear of the fast normalization with Saudi Arabia, because of the understanding of the Hamas and mainly Iran, mainly Iran, which is behind almost all possible evil in the Middle East, because the Hamas wanted to stop it and to make sure that it's not happening, this is why they took this monstrous attack, genocidal attack, most radical one that we've seen, as I said, for, since the Holocaust days, in order to make sure that we and the Saudis and the Palestinians do not reconcile. We have nothing against the Palestinians. We offer them more than once. We offer them the two-state solutions. It was us that initiated it. Yeah. We want to live in peace. There, there's no doubt about that, Ambassador Avi. I've heard that from you many times. Even uh, your heart language speaks that. But now we totally support you. You have to do away totally with Hamas. That is an absolute necessity. It's for the good of humankind. Sure. And... Uh, and you will you will be able to do it, and I believe you will be able to 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 help erect a good structure for the Palestinian people in 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 future days. No doubt about that, uh, Ambassador. Um, uh, I, because of security measures, uh, you were not allowed to come to our uh, Israel seminar this week, and I not just understand that, but I fully support that. Uh, and I'm sorry I couldn't come to the embassy to do the physical interview uh, uh, this time, but I'm so happy that you would do this greeting to our, our seminar. Uh, what do you think is the most important thing that we can achieve as Christians in Norway today to uh, impact change, affect change that can be beneficial for the Middle East and specifically to Israel? First, Jan Oge, thank you very much for inviting me for uh, this week's event. I wanted so much to be there, as you know. We were coordinating it, and I was looking forward to be there, and I appreciate also your understanding. And I want to use this opportunity to send all my all the participants my warm greetings and to say how much I'm sorry that I cannot meet you personally on the event. It was important for me to be there, but my heart and my thoughts are with you, and I want to thank you for your friendship and your support. Yeah. I really believe that what the Christians in Norway and Norwegians in general and people over the world should do is really to take sides. Yeah. To take sides not between Israelis and Palestinians, not at all. Not at all. To take sides with humanity. Yeah. This is what is Christianity all about. 
humanity, preaching for the good, preaching for peace, do exactly like this, and to take sides between those people that are supporting the peace and supporting the light and supporting the goodness in humankind against those devils that want to make our heart and make our life terrible. We should all stand against the Hamas as we are standing against ISIS, as we are standing against Al-Qaeda. We don't expect you to take any personal efforts, physical efforts against Hamas. What we need you to say is Hamas deeds are not acceptable. Organizations like Hamas cannot be part of the society. They cannot be part of those that we talk to. Yeah. We are preaching for peace for everyone on this earth, for every human being, no matter if it's Israeli, Palestinian, Norwegian, Egyptian, or, or in India. Not important at all, but we are taking sides against evil. And we shouldn't apologize for it, and we shouldn't feel uncomfortable for it, because this is not taking side between anyone. It's again between good and evil. And there shouldn't be doubt where Norway should be standing. Absolutely. You're so right. I I hope I sincerely hope that our new foreign minister, Espen Barthaide, will come down clearly uh in that regard, uh, because we need him to. Uh he's a good man. So I think there's a uh, all uh, uh, all reason for us to expect that he will come down on the right side of this historic uh matter. Uh, I, I, you know, as you know, Ambassador Avi, I've been to Egypt uh, a few times, and I have an excellent relationship with the Muslim leadership in um, uh, in Egypt. And there's one thing I've learned from being in Egypt, and that is that they do not accept the Muslim Brotherhood in in Egypt. They are outlawed in Egypt. Yet, of course, Hamas is a a, a son or a daughter of the Muslim Brotherhood. And uh, that's why Egypt do not let Hamas come in. Uh, they don't even want uh, an inkling that could create any uh, doubt about refugees coming who might be affiliated with Hamas. So, I mean, you have a strong ally based on their convictions or their experience. And I, I think what you're saying should resound in every Arab capital in the Middle East and every government in Europe as well. I really believe that Hamas is not uh, representing the Palestinian and not doing good to the Palestinian. Hamas stopped to represent them and they are uh, working on the agenda of Iran. Yeah. Iran is really serving the uh, goals of uh, Islamic Jihad, together with all the proxies, Hamas in Gaza, Islamic Jihad in Gaza, Hezbollah in uh, Lebanon, other proxies, Islamist proxies in Syria, including Afghan fighters that coming all the way from Afghanistan to Syria to fight on behalf of Iran. The Houthis were firing on us just last uh, Friday, and the uh, uh, American uh, were being able to intercept those, uh, those uh, missiles. It has nothing to do with the people of those countries. Yeah. Basically, Iran is a... a Iran are cowards, the Iranians are cowards. They're using other nations in order to promote their own goals. So they're sacrificing the people in Gaza. They're sacrificing the people of Lebanon. They're sacrificing the people of Syria, of Iraq, of Yemen, just for the goals. And when you're talking about the Muslim Brotherhood, this is exactly why it, what you're talking about. This is a goal 
to ensure that the Islam is really taking over the, uh, their own Islam, because Islam can be very, and we're seeing it in most of the countries, can be very peaceful religion. They are not even representing Islam. This, they are ashamed to Islam as well. And yes, Egypt is, Egypt is a good and close partner of Israel, not against anyone, for stability and yes. for peace. Exactly. You're so right, sir. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time building relationships with even leaders in Iran, as you know, and uh, I do not regret that. And I hope that that can be reestablished. However, I must take, I, I made it clear, I must take sides. I cannot be neutral. Uh, this situation is so precarious. It's so obvious. There's no doubt who is behind this. So uh, I must say, Ambassador, we're with you. I, I, I could cry. It doesn't help to be a crybaby now. There's so much tears now in Israel and around the world. But we stand with you, Ambassador. We will Thank you very continue. much, Pastor Top. We appreciate, we feel it. It's strengthening us. It's warming our hearts. It's important for us, and we appreciate it. And, you know, I'm a man of faith, and I, I like to quote Zechariah. I think it's chapter 7, where... Where, where, where God uh, says that there will come a time when 10 men will go and take the, uh, the, co uh, the coat of a Jew and say, I will go with you because God is with you. And I, I, maybe that's not diplomatic language, uh, Ambassador, but, but that's where I am. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you because, and we are with you because we want to go with you. We will not forsake you. We would not leave you alone. And you, you can do without us, I know. But we cannot do without you. So it's it's definitely a truth that I must convey. So thank you so much, Ambassador Avi Nirfelklein. Thank you very much, Pastor Top, and thank you all participants, and God bless you all. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your support. And please convey our best greetings to your family and to your staff in the embassy in Oslo and say that we support you, we love you, we honor you and respect you. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Thank you. Shalom. Shalom, shalom. Thank you.